Coming up on this week's episode of Toxic Talk with Macy and Reed. You know it's crazy? We smell farts, but I wonder what one tastes like. Can you cut that? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Can you cut that? (laughs) So why'd I say that? (laughs) Fuck me. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram and get brand new merch at themacynicole.com. Oh my god. Did that turn you on or gross you out? Both. <laughs> well, well, that's okay. Welcome to Toxic Talk. I'm Farrell Harrell. I'm Macy Nicole. And we are sober. Mm hmm. Painfully sober. Painfully sober. I'm drinking coffee out of my Trey Lewis DM Monday's cup. I'm drinking a Sour Monkey 9.5% ABV. Okay, so he will, he will not be painfully sober in about five minutes. Do you have a buzz already? Yeah, because I haven't eaten. Speaking of that, bring that rotisserie chicken over here, boy. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't eat all the rotisserie. I'm the one that wanted it. I wanted it. <clears throat> I'll be picking at that bitch. I've already picked some skin off. Yeah, I hadn't. I, so I ate my yogurt this morning and had my coffee, you know. But my stomach fucking hurts. Okay. I'm in pain. Are you? Yeah. What if I start tooting? <laughs> <laughs> Women don't do that. Are you kidding? Mm. Don't even bring it up because I know what you're about to say. What? You're talking about that story about... No, we're not going there. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going there. What are you talking about? What story? The time the girl shit the bed. The girl shit the bed? Who shit the bed? Nothing. We're not talking about... Have you ever had a girl fart on you? Nope. Like... While you're fucking? No, I've had a girl queef. No, I mean, a, I'm being a toot. <laughs> like a toot. No. Okay, so. You know what? I was eating out. I was eating this girl out the other day. But I was doing it from behind where like her face is, her ass was up. And I was like. That makes me so uncomfy. And then I was wondering like, what if she farted right now? Yeah. Well, so when, okay, so me personally, obviously I can't speak for all women. But me personally, like if I come hard enough. I'll toot. <laughs> You're fucking joking with me. I'm being so dead ass. You know what's really sad is we've had sex a lot, so you could tell I wasn't making you come hard enough. Because <laughs> you've never. <laughs> I feel bad about my sex game right now. Oh my God. Yeah, like if I come hard enough, I'll toot. Especially if my legs are up in the air. <laughs> so you're like, up. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally like, mmm. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Is this normal? Women, please weigh in. Is this normal? It's normal. I don't know if it's normal, but. Because then I've never met a girl come hard enough. <laughs> and that's I depressing. Know. I mean, I've never talked to another woman about it, but I will say, like, I've. I feel like the response I have gotten whenever I have done that has always been good. Mm-mm. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like the man is like, oh, yeah. No, absolutely not. But that was good. Good enough, I guess. He's like, oh, yeah, do <laughs> yeah, <again."> but, <laughs> No, but like. Was he like. Ew. I'm just asking. So like. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Like, for instance, 
whenever I do that. Like, mm-hmm. and when I say come hard enough, I don't mean like if I just know it. So it's not like I fart every time I'm fucking. Right. But if I come hard enough, so say, all right, I'll just give you an example. So he ass on the couch, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, remember me telling you about that position he had me in where like my head was like mm-hmm. tugged right here and he had my he had me all curled up and shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, the way he made me come was like a very long, continuous nut, right? And it's one of those where like the veins in my neck start kind of popping out a little bit and I'm trying my best to breathe, but I can't breathe in because I'm coming so hard. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're just all sweaty and nasty and coming really hard. I love it. And then I fart. <laughs> And so if I do that, then he's like, yeah. <laughs> so it was like a badge of honor for him. Yeah, That's weird. It's like, it's like my butt wants to be involved. <laughs> my, butt's like, my butt's like, me too. <laughs> this might be the only time on our podcast where you've left me speechless. <laughs> It's the way that I am ridiculously embarrassed right now. And Your I'm just said, me to... too. <laughs> Play with me. Where's the finger? <laughs> no, I don't want a finger in my butt. Well, it, your butt wants it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> just down there talking. And it's, it's not like a... <laughs> Shows the noise that it makes. It's like... <laughs> Bro. It's like... Well, I have to imagine it. Is it like an air? Like a... <laughs> no, it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> so it sounds like a queep out your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably saying yeah because he thinks it's a queep. <laughs> he probably has no idea I'm farting on him. <laughs> he thinks it's a queep. That's why he's so happy. He's like, fuck yeah. You're just like, <laughs> get out of the room now. <laughs> Shit. You know what else too is like whenever I fart, you know, I just I'm like, you know, uh-oh, like in my mind I'm like, all right, just move on to the next thing. But I've, I've never stopped to try to figure out if it smells bad. He's so, so just down there like hell yeah, and he's like. <laughs> oh, so what if he does think that's a queen? And he's like, damn, that shit. <laughs> That one came from the dips. Fuck. Man. Okay. I did not mean to start this podcast off like that. I'm glad you did. Holy shit. That was fun. Jesus Christ. So you've never had a girl fart on you? (laughs) No, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that's exciting. Maybe GasX will sponsor us. (laughs) Maybe. GasX, if you're hearing this. God, that was good. <clears throat> well, we've had a big, like, little time here lately. Mm-hmm. So we did, well, you've been home since? Uh, Thanksgiving. You didn't, you haven't come back at all since Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. No. About a week before Thanksgiving, I've been there. Damn, I don't know why it seemed like it hadn't been that long. So you were like. It's about three or four weeks. Yeah, like three or four consecutive weeks. And then I came back 
Last week, that was my first time staying in Nashville by myself. How was it? Was it peaceful? It was peaceful. It was really nice to, like, be laying down at, like, you know. I think I laid down at, like, 1030 the first night. Sometimes I keep my blinds open just to see, like, I'm like, damn, I'm actually in Nashville. That's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, when I laid down. Because in Kansas, I'd be closing my blinds, you know what I mean? You never know when a drive-by is going to hit you. No, I do, like, I, I will be getting dressed in the bedroom and be like, I wonder who can see me over there. Does it turn you on? No. Because it does me. Well, the idea of people watching you? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I got into OnlyFans and Private Snap, because I'm, like, I enjoy people watching me. Yeah. Yeah, but what if it was, like, a stalker murderer? That's so hot to you? You'd yeah, fuck them and then they'd kill you? Mm-hmm. Uh, nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could, could think of a better way to go out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Being killed by your stalker. So this episode, we were going to talk about X, um, but I think you got mine the first 10 minutes out because that's kind of gross. But anyway. <laughs> well, damn, you're eager to talk about your eggs or me. Yep. Actually, no, these are about, I'm asking you about me. So, um, oh, oh, God. What's the biggest ick you get from traveling with me? From traveling with you? Okay. So, I'm just going to give the example. You already know what I'm about to say, I bet. Mm-hmm. I say, I'm fucking starving. And you say, yeah. Cracker Barrel would be good right now. Mm-hmm. And I say, I would kill some Cracker Barrel right now. Yeah. And then you drive right past the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, you didn't say stop. And then, but you, but we, li- li- we both said we're, I'm hungry. And you, and then we agreed that Cracker Barrel was good. And then you drove right past Cracker Barrel. That's my first ick. My second ick is. No, we're just doing one. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. My second traveling ick with you is. You, your brain does not compute how to make one little exit situation work out to the best of your benefit. Okay, elaborate, because I don't know what you're talking about. So, like, for instance, whenever we finally did stop at a Cracker Barrel, because I looked it up and said, we're going to go to this Cracker Barrel. Yeah. We're sitting at the table, and you're like, I hope I don't have to get gas between here and Nashville. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why Why wouldn't you just get gas at this exit? And you're like, well, yeah, but I've, I've probably got a good 30 miles left. Yeah, I didn't want to get gas. Right. But it made sense, too. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> I get it. Like, you literally live life on the, by the seat of your pants. Every fucking day. I don't know how you're alive sometimes. Uh, you want to ask me one? Your egg for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this. Do you have a traveling ache for me? Mm, yeah. I always have to get your suitcase. You offer. Yeah, that's true. All right, let me think about this. <laughs> What's a traveling ache? Your stuff all over the bathroom counter. Like you look like even though you're organized, you look unorganized. Yeah, that's why I said earlier, it's organized chaos. And then, like, even this morning, I would had had to wipe the counter because you left, like, coffee stain up there. Yep. And it's like, oh, she could have just wiped it real quick. You know what's funny is I looked at the counter, and I said, that counter needs to be wiped. I'm going to ask Reed to do it later. And then when I saw you wipe the counter, that's I was Nick. like, 
That, that's one of them right there. <laughs> You're making it so easy for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know what is my own ick about myself? What? Something I noticed the other day when I was like, I've got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. What was it? You remember? I wait for people to open the door for me. You do. I don't know why I do that. It's like an automatic reaction. I will get to a door and I will stand there because I know somebody's coming up behind me and I'm waiting for them to open the door. It's like it's hard for my body to even want to reach out and grab that door handle. Yeah, but why is that? I have no idea. That's weird. Like you have independent women who are like, I don't need a man to open the door for me. And then there's me where I'm like, I physically cannot open this door. You know, I was just shaking my leg and then told myself to stop because Betty Sue in the comments. <laughs> Betty, <laughs> Betty Sue, Sue in the, the comments said, Reed needs to stop shaking his leg. She said, Reed is killing me with that anxious leg. Yeah. Yeah, don't. But I really be doing that. Why do you do that? I do it all the time. Even when I'm not anxious, I could be sitting here watching TV and I'm just like shaking my leg. Yeah, that's an ADHD thing, I think. You think so? I don't think it's an anxious thing. No, it's not. We're buzzers over here. We're sick, y'all. We've been between North Carolina to Ash. Well, <laughs> that is North Carolina. Dude, let's fucking talk about Asheville. Oh, let's talk about Asheville. <clears throat> if anybody lives there and they find this offensive. We're not sorry. I'm not sorry. You need to move. You fucking chose to live there. Top. No, definitely the top one of my worst favorite visits of like a city. Okay, so here's the thing. We're supposed to go to the Biltmore. So we had planned Girls Christmas Weekend. It was going to be me, Reed, Lauren, Amber. Me, Reed, Lauren, and Amber. Well, book the Biltmore tickets. Somehow I fuck up and book the wrong Biltmore tickets. So we can't go look at the Christmas lights. It it was a (laughs) two-night thing in Asheville, and the only goal was the Biltmore. Well, then Lauren has to back out for because of work, and we're not going to the Biltmore, so we're like, we're just going to go enjoy a nice little, like, traveling weekend, you know? It's Asheville. And We've never been before. There's waterfalls. Yeah. There's kind people. Yeah. No. No. So night one, we're like, all right, we just got here. We're hungry. Let's go to dinner. First of all, I knew shit was going to be weird when I got to the airport. Did you? Yeah, because... Okay, you get off of, like, on just regular steps at the airport. There's not even, like, a little hallway thing. And then the second you get out, everybody is dressed, like, just 14 different levels of weird. You know what I mean? Like, you have the people who are dressed in, like, what it looks like they just put all their warm clothes together because they don't care about, you know, the actual, like, outfit. You know, they're just Mm -hmm. just living. Those are, like, the true mountain people. You know what I mean? They're just, they got on their warm clothes, you know. They've had those overalls for 20 years, and that that is what it is, right? So that's fine. Little mountain people. Then you have, like, the super hippie-dressed people. And, you know, you see that, and that's cool. And then you've got, like, there were a lot of, like, really preppy-dressed people there. But that's because we then found out about West Asheville. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? So what we discovered, our Uber driver told us that... (laughs) Our Uber driver that night, like we get in the car and we're like, dude, this is a this place is a fever dream. I remember saying, God, there's so many weird people here. And then she's just like, huh. Ah. And then 10 minutes later, she's like, yeah, I, I'd probably be hanging out with the weird people, though. And I was like, yeah. And then like, she said, y'all look like y'all belong in West Asheville. And then she said, y'all should go to a country club. Country club. She did. And what's funny, and this is what we kept trying to explain, but there was no explaining it because we stuck out like sore thumbs. But what's funny is, <clears throat> 
we are the weird kids. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not socially accepted in our environments. No. It's been weird forever. Right. <laughs> but then we go to this place, and we look like the fucking high school bullies. Yeah. And honestly, they look and put yourself in their eyes, look at us. I wouldn't have spoken to us. Yeah. Like, we look that like was, the preppy assholes. Yeah. And that was another thing, too, is like, we go out in our cold weather clothes, you know, so we're in leggings and boots and flannels. And, and you had your little CC hat. Yeah. I had my CC toboggan on and, you know, I've my long blonde curled hair and white I shoes got on and black, your white tennis skinny shoes. Je- skinny jeans with white tennis shoes and yeah. it's black. Like, we looked very... Vanilla, yeah, for lack of a better term. And <clears throat> these are people there. There's people dressed in pilgrim costumes. You know what we look like? There's drag queens, there's um, straight up like down to the floor dreadheads, there's super goth, there's whimsical goth. I saw a couple <sighs> bitches dressed like fairies. The shit was fucking nuts. We look like you remember those LL Bean catalogs where you yeah. could order shit? We look like we were. Step yeah. out of that. So there's us that look like that in the middle of just all of the most eccentric people I've ever seen in my life. And I love how nice you are because you're like eccentric. I'm over here. No, those fuckers are weird. Well, <laughs> well, my thing is, is like, you know, I was I was friends with all those kids in high school. Like I was the social butterfly. So I was friends with the the super popular kids. I was friends with the farmer kids. I was friends with the weird kids, the goth kids, the stoner kids, the fucking I even had a Man, I was a, friends with nobody. I had a crew from my Spanish class of like just a whole bunch of boys who I just would like go visit their table and throw out a couple Spanish words and then peace out. Like very culturally eclectic, okay? <clears throat> and do you know what you were for them? You thought you were doing something cool. You're like, say go spin his words. You're like, hmm, peace. And they're over here like making fun of you because you're like, you know, those white women that go to Mexican restaurants are like, let me get the quesadilla. That was you. <laughs> this way you said that. You know what's funny is whenever you say it, whenever you said that, I just remembered this one time where they were all like in the hallway and there was one guy, Alex, which super cool cat. He comes up to me and he's like, um, hey, que pedo. And I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, it means what's up. And so then I started saying it. But every time I would say it to the group, like the whole group would be like, oh, yeah, que pedo, little gringa. And I was just their little white girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got off topic. Anyhow, so I was I was really impressed by the crowd I was seeing. And I was very, like, amazed and enthused, especially when that girl walked by the restaurant dressed as a pilgrim. Remember, the waiter was like, what are y'all staring at? And I was like, I'm just staring at this girl with hair down to her butt, perfectly straight. It's purple and gray. She's wearing a pilgrim hat and a pilgrim dress. And I am just so enthralled and amazed. Like her little pocketbook was like one of those like strange characters. It was, yeah, the little pocket. It was like a little anime character was her pocketbook. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with anime. But these are these people. These are these people who are so unapologetically themselves and the was amazement that, that I of love. it. I love that you're like your own self. It's just they were not the type of people that we fit in with. Right. So we looked like the sore fucking thumbs. But really, we're looking around, like, just staring at all these different... And all the only fucking thing we were thinking the whole time, we kept asking each other, how the fuck did all these people find each other? It's like... It's a I will say this. It's dream. about people... It's like you grew up, and they realized they were different, and they all said, 
boom, let's move to Asheville. Right. And now they coexist in a neighborhood of people like just a, like them. Yes. It's like a community. Yes. It is literally a community. That I never, of... ever want to step foot back in. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't. It was very intimidating. But it, and, and we not just. Not only that, people, one, the people were, were they not rude to us? Yeah, the people were really rude to Fucking us. Fucking rude. Then <clears throat> they, um, we went to the first bar we went to, well, the nightclub or whatever we went to. And Macy comes out of the bathroom. She's like, y'all, we're in a gay bar. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. You know what that means? Free drinks. Right. And then I look around and not one person spoke to us. He was so mad about that. I was like, bro, I'm in black skinny <clears throat> jeans with two women. And you're telling me we're at a gay bar and it's packed and nobody wanted to buy me a drink? Nobody. Nobody I was offended. Offended. He, he was mad because we were at a gay bar and he didn't get hit on. Right. Well. Why didn't you hit on me? Good thing you're not gay. I know, but I want a free drinks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wasn't worried about getting Well, then on. I was offended for y'all, too, because I was like, damn, y'all are, like, the hottest girls in here. Like, why are girls not hit on y'all either? Like, why are we not getting hit on? We weren't getting hit on because we very clearly looked like we did not belong. That's probably true. So, <clears throat> that's Friday night, you know, and we have our, you know, Uber driver tells us we should go to West Asheville, yada, yada. So, the next day... We find a spot downtown to have lunch, and that's when we realize, oh, this is a family tourist attraction. They're, the nightlife is weird because none of the tourists are going out at night. True. That's why we have ended up in this, like, f- fever dream of a uh, bar. Of strangeness. <laughs> so much strangeness. <laughs> so so we realize that, right? We realize that the the the... Uh, tourists and the people that are there actually to like, you know, experience Asheville or whatever. They're there during the day. So we're like, we're going to go bar hopping. We're going to go to breweries. We're going to shop. Okay. The shopping was odd because it was like so many of these families of people that you could just tell. Like they were carrying around their like Louis Vuitton luggage and their big boat up dogs and shit. And so it's just like, I have one lady literally move my elbow out of the way so she could put her stuff down at the register that I was at. She was behind me. And that bitch literally moved my elbow out of the way and sat down her merchandise to purchase. And I had the bitch hadn't even scanned my shit at the register yet. What the fuck? Yeah. So it's like during the day, then it's all the super preppy people. We don't belong with them. We didn't belong Anywhere in that joint, I've never felt so left out. Never in my life have since I felt high school. So, left out. <laughs> <laughs> so really, was it the people weird? Or was it just PTSD for me? I don't know. <laughs> it really brought back some memories. It did. Me. I was like, oh, here I am, the loser again. This is great. Let's leave. So <clears throat> that wasn't even the worst of it because we did the breweries and we tasted the horrible, horrible, horrible craft beers. And y'all, I worked at a craft beer place right before, like. Almost two years right before I moved to Nashville, and they had good beer. That shit, we ch- and everybody was like, "Go to Asheville for the best craft beer." No, fucking gross, horrible. Or maybe Aaron's just good at making craft beer. I don't know, but well, not there a fan. Was, there was that, and then um, we get up the following morning. Me and Reed are planning on driving back to Nashville, and I had okay. So the whole night, I had like <laughs> nightmares. And kept waking up. Like every 30 minutes, I would wake up from the nightmare that there was a man watching me through the window. (laughs) And that I was like screaming, but I couldn't get screams out. Like I was having horrible nightmares. 
Wake up at like 5.30 a.m. I am sweating. I'm hot. It's got to be 89 degrees in this house. I get up, walk to the thermostat, and it's 68 in the house. So I'm like, okay, why am I so hot and on fire right now whenever it's 68 degrees in the house? So I go lay back down, you know, chug a bottle of water, lay back down. I see a fucking shadow go across the bed, and I'm like, all right, bet. This is this is super great. So I go back to sleep, toss and turn until about like 7 a.m., and at, from 7 to 9, I've slept perfectly peacefully. So I guess the ghost must have left me, right? Yes, because it was like the sun was coming up. So yeah. the ghost was like, I got to get back to the basement. Yeah, so the go- yeah, there was a basement in this fucking house, okay? So that there was no access to. There was no access to the basement. I tried. I tried to find the access to the basement. There was none. I did not try, y'all. I was like, no, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I went around the house and tried to find the access to the basement. At night? <clears throat> no, the next day, whenever you took a video of me, you were like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I was trying to see I thought if I you could and Amber went that night. No, hell no. I was like, y'all brave. Hell no, man. Man, is going to bed. <laughs> but so, yeah, we, um, Reed and I are getting ready. Like, Amber had already left. We're getting ready to leave. And I don't want to be pointing my feet at the camera. Um, your toenails are good though. Thank you. That's the funny thing. Can I suck it? No. Okay. So (laughs) we're getting ready to leave, packing up our things, and the light turns on in the laundry room. Mm hmm. Creepy shit, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. That was haunted for sure. A hundred percent. Oh, it gets crazier. So the light turns on in the laundry room, and I'm like, all right, this place is kind of haunted. Let's. Let's hurry up and get our stuff together. Well, y'all know in true fucking Reed fashion, <laughs> the whole time I'm gathering things and getting ready, he's hanging out because he's trying to decide what he should be doing. And then the second I'm ready is when he's like, all right, well, I'm going to unpack my things up. So I'm, you know, packing, get ready, whatever. Reed's um, hanging out. And <laughs> the laundry room light did it like four or five more times. So finally, I'm like, Reed, get, go to your fucking car. Like, shit has to get handled. Let's hurry. And I'm, I thought you were being dramatic, but it's when all the lights cut off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they all cut on. Yeah. Even the lights that were off. Cut on. That bathroom light in the back turned on. Was, I was like, all right, now we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So we had on, like, the living room light and the bedroom light. All the lights cut off. And then every single light in the house turned on. And that's when, remember, I started running. I was running. Y'all I was scared gathering the fuck things. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I'm running. I'm gathering things, you know, running stuff out to the car. Well, Reed's out at the car, and I am standing in the kitchen, and a cabinet opens and shuts. And I turned around, and I was like, oh, fuck no. So I'm, like, running stuff out to the car. Reed's in the house. I walk in the house. Reed scares the shit out of me. About <laughs> fucking pissed myself, screaming and hollering and LOL. You know what's funny is you're so scared. I'm just like hiding in the laundry room. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because you're usually the one that's like. I mean, while around. I was hiding, I was still like kind of looking, <laughs> just looking around. Oh, and Reed also had me convinced that he found the basement door and that it was in the closet of my room, and that the reason that I, yeah, I opened that closet door and there was nothing in there, just walls. And I was like, I was like Macy. There's like a spot here that goes down to the basement. And I was like, oh, and it's unlocked too. What if somebody was in your room? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you were, you weren't dreaming. Somebody was like, watching Somebody you. was watching you and they came from the basement. <laughs> Bro, had me freaking. The there was nothing out. in there. It's fucking funny. So then we drove home and then <clears throat> we went to Cracker Barrel. 
Mm. I had to get you that Cracker Barrel. Had to get me that Cracker Barrel mac and cheese. Can you take back that ick, though? Because I still got you Cracker Barrel. You did, but I had to tell you, so I'm not going to take it back. That is an ick for me. Cool. Well, while we're talking about icks, your feet on me right now. Ick. Really? Nope. Oh, this is a good one. What's the biggest ick you get about me when I'm drinking? When you're drinking? Um, That'd be nice. You look so angry. Really? When, I you think get, I'm, okay. when you get fucked up, you look angry. So like that night, <laughs> you remember when we were in Asheville and we were watching the Bluegrass show? And I was like, you said, I'm fucked up. And I said, are you? And you were like, yeah, I'm fucked up. And I said, you're drunk right now? And you were like, I'm so fucked up. And I was like, you're fucked up right now? And you were like, ask me 18 more times. It's yeah, I might change only, my answer. <laughs> it's because you only looked angry. Well, (laughs) (laughs) well, (laughs) well, so like, that's why. And you know what? And we've had a lot of like fights because of that. You know what, though? I always wonder why nobody approaches me at bars. I'm like, I'm single. I'm not the ugliest person in the room. (laughs) What the fuck's going on? And then I sit there and I'm like, everybody's like, you're unapproachable. You look like an asshole. And I'm like, really? Because I'm super like, hey, come over. Let's talk and let's get some shots. But apparently I look. No, you look angry. Like an asshole. Like even last night, I kept being like, hey, I'm bored. And you kept being like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> but you looked angry. And I, so finally I was like, I'm just waiting for you to be ready to, to leave. And you're like. <laughs> well, I wasn't ready. But you look so angry. You wanted to be at PBR last night. I did want to be at PBR. And I'm boring now. I don't think you're boring. You kind of are. You have gotten a little boring. I know. Because even Asheville, like the second day, I was like, all right, last night was terrible. Today's Saturday. We're going to day drink. Me and Macy are going to do some shots. We're going to be able to dance before killing it. And then you're over like standing against the wall with your phone. And I was like, well, this is fun. It's just genuinely that I have discovered that I, I, I don't like to be drunk. I really don't. I don't like to get up the next day and like remember how drunk I was. And also, I have I've for real for real discovered the liquor problem, the liquor issue. Colin and I had to have that conversation. Colin had to be like, "Dude, you don't have to take every drink that's offered to you." But it's like whenever I drink liquor, I can't stop it. What is my go-to if I'm drinking liquor? Uh, vodka, Red Bull, vodka, Red Bull. One vodka Red Bull. I make you do tequila, though. Two vodka Red Bull, Three vodka Red Bull, Four vodka Red Bull. Or if I'm shooting tequila, and then I'll drink... If I shoot tequila, I'll drink anything that's fucking offered to me. You know what your problem is? As you said, you don't like getting drunk. Which is... I don't think it's true. I think you like getting drunk. I just think you went so hard that night in Nashville, and then you had to jump and turn around and get on a plane that morning, fly to Asheville, drink that night. Saturday, you had to drink... And you were over it. Well, I don't think if you would have went that hard that last night in Nashville that you would have like you would have drank more Saturday. I think. Well, the thing is, the thing is though, honest to God, I I drink in those like situations like that because I have anxiety about being there in the first place. Same. So, like for instance, whenever Danielle hits me up and is like, "And you're in town," and everybody's, "Oh, we're going downtown Kenton tonight." I nothing in me ever wants to go. Me neither. Never once have I said yes because I wanted and I go. to. And then I go. And then I get trashed because I don't want to be there anyway. 
So I don't want to be there and be sober. So I'm going to get trashed. So like same thing. And th- all that leads to more problems because I drink vodka ripples, right? And I get drunk. And where I said I was going to be home by 1030, I'm not because now I'm vodka rebel drunk. So I'm a nut job. And now I'm drinking whatever drink anybody offers me and staying out till two o'clock in the morning and losing my shit. And why does alcohol do that? Cause I'd be like, let's go out for a couple of drinks and be home by 11. Right. And then it's two, two o'clock in the morning. I'm looking for a bar that's not closed yet. I'm like, it's only two. Right. Well, and it's also like, okay, for instance, we went to brunch for Amber's birthday <laughs> and we ended up four o'clock in the morning. We're in the fucking strip club. Please tell me why we went for brunch. 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 And the next thing we know, we're at the beach bars in Wilmington. Right. Next thing we know, we have conducted a whole, y'all go get this person, go get this person. We're going to go here. We're going to meet at the strip club. I spent $4,000. Macy spent $4,000. So I'm at, and I left my card there that night. I never went back and get it. I just canceled it. But we were sitting at the bar. <laughs> I won't go on back. I sit at the bar and I'm like, okay, yeah, keep me a tab open because I'm going to have about three tequila drinks and we're going to bounce. We're only here because Amber's never been to a strip club and she's turned, what, 29? Hmm. Yeah, 28, 28. 28. It was 28, wasn't it? Yeah. And we were like, I was like, well, we fucking got to go now. And then next thing I know, Macy and a whole entourage of security is like, come on, Reed, come on. We're going back here in this private room. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you all something. You would think me and Macy. And yeah, we get a little wild in alcohol that we would have had them strippers like bit over twerking. Nope. Y'all, they were sitting on the couch and we were having life discussions about life. And then we were at one point, weren't they playing Mario? Yeah. No, no, no. And then they were playing Mario and also we brought out Twister. And we played Twister. And we played Twister. And then we had one of the <coughs> girls teach us how to pole dance. Yeah, so when you think, oh, Rita Macy... And four thousand dollars. They went to this back room. They had strippers. They were doing lines. They were doing lines. They were being fucking crazy. Nope. We played no. Twister and we played Mario Kart. <laughs> and we drank tequila. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she doesn't want me to. If you're over there, like, oh, cool as fuck. Cool. Yeah, I've been to a lot so of strip clubs. Cool now I think that might be one of my top favorites. Well, that's the only strip club I've ever been to in my whole life. And you're that close to Jacksonville? Yeah. I've done Platinum. I've done La Mirage. Toby's. I've done Toby's. I had a friend that used to work at Toby's. Yeah. Well, I had a I had a pretty bad view of strip clubs for a long time because whenever I got married, my <laughs> ex husband came home, and we were we were flat broke. This is like I've told this story. This is back whenever like we didn't have money at all. Our lights were getting cut off. Like we didn't have fucking groceries. If like, you we don't remind me so to pay this broke. light bill for this apartment, these lights might be cut <laughs> off. <laughs> supposed to pay them a week ago. But we were so broke, and he come home from fishing with the boys and said that he had two hundred fifty dollars cash in his pocket, and he accidentally lost it, and swore on that for two years until for two whole years until one night his friend was drunk and was like. You remember that time we told you we were going fishing and we went to the strip club? We went to the strip club. He spent $250 and so he got his little dick jerked off. Probably, because it was Toby's. So. And, and they would have probably had to charge 250 to touch that. Yeah, and I knew because my friend said that he was there, but he hardcore fucking denied it for two years. So I had a really bad view of strip clubs. Like I just thought they were terrible. Now. I did for a little moment because I got bit <laughs> by a stripper. But I wasn't the good... I, Y'all, this is so embarrassing. 
I was so fucked up and she was twerking. But y'all, like, her butt was in my face and it smelled so bad. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm looking at my friend Sam. She's like, she's been married, but we've been best friends. But, like, now she's got kids and she don't partake in this life anymore. But Sam was my go-to good time girl. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there and I'm just being loud. Like, damn, that stank. <laughs> and she bites me. <laughs> she left. I mean, you could see the teeth mark in my skin. <laughs> I was like, I think we need to go. Where was this? It was Platinum's in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville? Where'd she bite you at? Like right here. <laughs> like on my stomach. She bit you because you said her ass stunk? <laughs> <laughs> so I want y'all to know I could get married and settle down tomorrow never foot, step foot in any public place again. But you're going to know that I lived my fucking life, bro. Yeah, I've had some wild ass times. God, that's good. Yeah, and then my manager from the restaurant where that was there too. We weren't supposed to hang out with him, but he's still like, we were like, come with us. He was like, I'm not supposed to be in the same place with y'all. We were like, we won't tell. (laughs) And then we went and got fucked up. And you just told him. I just told. Which manager? You never know. Yeah, who was that? Nobody knows. Ow! Oh my God! Has that ever happened to you? What? I just like went to yawn and it hurt my ribs so bad that it Did made my whole body jump. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you remember when you were just telling that story in Asheville and I just randomly started laughing over here? It wasn't because your funny your story was funny. I was picturing you farting her sex. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm just always going to remember that fact about you. I just want to call everybody in your phone and be like, "She ever hard on you?" <laughs> No, well, you won't hit it right. <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't either, <laughs> which I'm not mad about. I think you would have done that. I would have been like, <laughs> we probably wouldn't sit here with this podcast at the moment. <laughs> no, you'd be sitting with somebody else like, y'all remember when I used to talk to that girl that farted on me? <laughs> Do you think people say that about you? I don't know, because I haven't, like, I know of only, I think I've only farted on, like, three or four guys. <laughs> That's three or four too many. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You've eaten ass before, right? Yeah. What are you doing for the guy just farted? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, Stop. Absolutely not. <laughs> that is that is instant gagging and throwing up. Oh, a man just farts in your mouth. <laughs> Ooh, that's so bad. Could you imagine? No, fuck that. Absolutely not. You know what's crazy? We smell farts, but I wonder what one tastes like. Can you cut that? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Can you cut that? No. <laughs> so why'd I say that? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> oh. God, this 9.5. We're gonna have a good time today. Great I got one job. more of these bitches. Great job saying that. Well on that note. I'm gonna wrap up this episode. I think we'll wrap it up since Reed wants to find out what a fart tastes like. We'll let y'all know in episode. After this, yeah, we won't. Yeah, Wait, we- it's only us here, Matt and Colin. 
the next episode, or one of y'all going to fart in my mouth real quick? That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all can follow me on TikTok at ReadHarrell1. <laughs> Instagram at ReadHarrell. Facebook at ReadHarrell. Snapchat at Only OnlyFans, link in my Instagram bio. Same for me. OnlyFans, link in my Instagram bio. I'm Macy Nicole. You can follow me everywhere at Macy Nicole Walker. Um, Macy Nicole on all music platforms. And I have a song coming out January 5th called Don't Miss Us. Pre-save link in my Instagram bio. Thank you very much. Also, she does have a new Twitter page, and you can find her at The Fart Girl. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> on the next episode of Toxic Talk with Macy and Reed. What is your biggest pet peeve? Insecurity. Insecure. If you're insecure, you honestly get on my fucking nerves. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram and get brand new merch at themacynicole.com.